Welcome to the Lovely Mess Podcast. I'm your chaotic host, Tanara, the ADHD Wonder Woman extraordinaire. I bring you this podcast as a comic relief to provide content focused on a positive mindset and facing our messy reality of life. From fitness to food, travel and business, and you know, your basic housewife bullshit. You name it, I'm gonna talk about it. So come on in. I'll pour you a glass, the whiskey's nice and cold, and the conversation is so hot, unlike me. So let's dive in to the lovely mess. show the lovely mass podcast the lovely mess has decided to expand her ventures just a wee bit um so i'm just gonna apologize now that i haven't recorded an episode in quite some time every time i seem to record an episode it doesn't go it doesn't go according to plan or it doesn't come out like i thought it would because i'm rambling and i don't take any notes so i don't know what i'm going to talk about so i kind of just stare at my computer screen i stare at the recording lines go up and down up and down and that's it that's all i do is that and then i talk um <laughs> get that out of the way so what i mean by new venture is i've restarted my fitness coaching business um i've picked that back up I've decided that I was going to go head first into it and I'm not going to stop. Um, my goal with it is actually to replace my part-time income. I do not intend to make that replace my full-time because I want photography to be my full-time. Photography is my life, my joy, my ever so lovely, um, business that I love. Uh, and I'm further and further improving that. And I, the last couple of years, I've made a dedication to that and not fitness coaching. And I'm really glad that I did. Now that my dedication to photography has gone in the direction that it is, and now spring's around the corner and I can, you know, start advertising and focusing on getting my name out there once more and trying to pick up clientele and everything else in between. Um... I <clears throat> decided that I was just going to go back with uh, fitness coaching um, on the side. It would take a couple of um, tries to get it through, but it, for the most part, it's kind of like doing it for just a little bit of extra money. That's how I started it before is, you know, let's start it off with... We're just going to do this for a little bit of extra money. Maybe if we increase rank, that'll be cool. Um, and if it makes us enough money to quit our jobs, who cares? That's basically how I feel. Uh, this time around, though, I have a team that is absolutely awesome. They're consistently motivating. They're constantly talking to each other. They're constantly uplifting each other. And they're constantly telling each other how to be better. So when I had my previous team uh you couldn't there like if you had a question on how can i post about this better how can i make this more natural how can i do this more frequently how can i 
you know, do this. One of the, like, one of the members would be like, no, you just got to do it. And I'm like, well, that's actually not an answer, but thanks anyway. Um, and <laughs> in this team, if I wanted to ask them, how could I post about this? Or why can't I find anything to post about? A lot of the times they come up with these really logical answers. Like last night, we were on our team call and they had said, it's probably because you're not reading enough personal development. Now I'm reading personal development like crazy. So I don't have this problem. This was actually someone else's question. But it did dawn on me where I was like, oh, I keep forgetting that I can use my personal development as an idea to talk to people. Just talk to people in general. I don't even have to mention fitness coaching. I can just be there and just be a person who shows up, which is my goal anyway, because my goal for the year, my entire resolution for the year has nothing to do with photography or fitness coaching. It had everything to do with being a person who showed the fuck up and also being high maintenance. So I made the shift that I wanted to be a loud, foul mouth, high maintenance female. Because I rejected being high maintenance because I felt that I wasn't worthy of being high maintenance. And what I mean by high maintenance is if I want to go and get my hair done, I can go and get my hair done. If I want to take a couple of hours to style my hair or learn how to braid my hair or do all sorts of things, um, I can do that. Um, if I want to do my nails and, you know, put false nails on, I can do that. If I want to paint them a different color, I can do that. If I want to wear um, styled clothing other than band t-shirts, jeans, and Converse, you know, I want to do that. I want to wear nice styled clothing that I picked out. Not just fitness attire either because, you know, fitness attire can be fucking stylish if you've seen it. Um, I also wanted to, I'm like, I want to be, you know, active in my fitness life again. I want to go to the gym frequently. Um, I want to run again. I want to be a frequent runner again. I used to do that all the time. I used to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and just go run. I think I would run like four miles a fucking morning before school just so I could say I did it. Um, I'm like, I just want that again. A lot of all those things, with the exception of the, you know, doing like self-tanner and nails and hair and stuff, a lot of that stuff I was doing pretty much a lot of the time when I lived by myself. So going to the gym, you know, I would go to the gym and uh, at the end of the day I would work out at home or vice versa. Um, you know, I would do my hair. I could go traveling. I basically did everything that I wanted to by myself because that's all I had. My friends lived out of town and I lived by myself. And, you know, when, even when I lived with my sister, she wasn't home. She was out with her friends or her boyfriend. So I was always home. So in order for me to fill the silence, I was like, I'm just going to go to the gym. And I would be there for like two or three hours. Just to just to be somewhere. Um, I mean, now it's a little bit different because, of course, I do live at home with my husband. And 
the time that I would spend to go to the gym and, you know, then come home and then make dinner um, kind of requires someone to have patience around that schedule because I could choose to completely, like, he basically I would say is that him and I wouldn't be having a lot of conversations. Um, because I would probably come home from work, whether we came home together in the same vehicle or I drove separately, um, would come home, grab my gym bag and out the door I went and I'd be gone for two hours. I would probably be coming home around like 7.30 o'clock, 7.30 at night and I would then start dinner, which means we probably wouldn't eat until about 8.15, you know, give or take. Uh, that's a lot of time. And then we go to, I always, well, he goes to bed at nine and now I always go to bed at nine too, because a girl wants her fucking sleep. Uh, (laughs) I used to be a fucking night owl. And then I started hating getting up in the morning, like despised it. And I'm, I still despise it more than anything in the universe. And I was like, fine, I'll just start going to bed earlier, which kind of took away from my time to do the things that I wanted to do, like work out and work on my business and um, create different things like uh, ideas for posts, ideas for videos, ideas for podcasts, like all of that stuff gets put on the back burner because I chose to go to bed early. Uh, Like, look, right now, it's my night off. Tomorrow, I don't get to go to my full-time job. It's 9.30 at night. I'm recording a podcast. And I'm sitting here like, I still have other things that I need to do, but I'm just going to have to do them tomorrow. Now, a lot of people are like, well, why don't you wait till your day's off to do a lot of things? I'm like, yeah, I could do that. But that there's times, I'm sorry, I'm burping while I'm talking to you. But I'm, I'm not even going to edit that out. Fuck it. You can, you can enjoy my green pepper burps. I don't even care. (laughs) I don't care. Um, people would be like, oh, why don't you just wait till your day's off to do that? Okay. I'll just level with you on that. Uh, I could, uh, and I do, uh, without any problems. I, I do that. It's, I can't record a podcast when Rob's here because Rob's in the background. I, and he'll make fun of me. He'll, he'll just look back and he'll keep looking at me or he'll turn around as I'm talking or whatever. Or he'll listen in and he'll judge and whatever. And that's fine. I don't, it's not that I care. It's just, I kind of care. Like, it, it's stage fright. Can't do it. I'm not going to talk about my podcast with someone behind me. I would rather that he participate with me instead and we put a microphone between us and we talk to each other. That would be more ideal. Uh, Will he do that? No, because he's a wuss. (laughs) Yeah, Rob, if you're listening, you're a wuss. Anyway, moving on from that. I, it's just a process that I have to relearn how to do now that we're in a new house and I you know, I'm married and I'm trying to figure out our schedule, like what it looks like. I now have to figure out what my rhythm is going to be. Right now, the rhythm is come home, make dinner, then work out, then take a melatonin, 
read my book, go to bed. Like, and then Wednesdays that gets shot to hell with, I mean, with my team calls. I don't, I mean, I don't say shot to hell in a bad way. It's just, it puts a damper in my nightly routine. It's great that they want to meet once a week. I love it. I think it's great. I wish it was a fucking weekend that they would do that. I just wish it was a weekend of, if anything, I wish. (laughs) Because the way they start at 8 o'clock at night, which is one hour before I want to go to bed. So I want to take my melatonin at 8.30. I worked out at 7. It's time to do my nightly routine. That is my time to read. That's my time to take my melatonin. That's my time to decompress and be in bed. And it's quiet time. And then I get to fall asleep. And I get my full 10 hours of sleep, which I effing need. I need it. (laughs) I need 10 hours, guys. Um, To go to sleep and then wake up for the remainder of the day. Now, I could sacrifice a couple of hours. Okay, I could sacrifice a couple of hours, but that would be detrimental to my fucking health. Have you fucking heard? You're supposed to be sleeping eight hours a night. It's the best thing for you. It's the best for your heart. It's the best for your brain. It's the best for your circulatory system. All of it. Everything usually relies on your sleep. So I don't like losing sleep. Starting with this fucking meeting is that you get there at eight. Well... You get on Zoom at 8 because everyone lives in other places. You get on there at 8 and then we kind of talk about the business itself and we talk about what we can improve, what we can do better or um, what our goals are and what our plans are to accomplish those goals, etc, etc. Sometimes it's obvious, sometimes it's not, whatever. These conversations... Because it starts off like that, so it's about 45 minutes to an hour and a half of that kind of talk about getting the business done. After that, it's random talks between the team members, like catching up like old friends, which is fine. Typically, I want to hang up at 9 o'clock. But when... There's a lot of useful information, a lot of information that I need to be successful in my coaching. It makes it really hard to turn it off. Like, I'll tell you what, last night was one of our meetings. I was on that Zoom call until 9.45. When I tell you that I woke up this morning, thank goodness, did not feel super tired, (laughs) but still slightly not as rested as I want it to be. Yeah, not happy. Anyway, though. But a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. So my goal soon, as soon as I get my head out of my ass, is I'm trying to wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning to do my home workout. Because at 6, that's when I feed the cats and I start coffee for Rob and I. I don't eat breakfast at that time because that's too early. 
but I prepare everything else. So I make sure that our lunches are prepared. Um, I make sure a couple things are out of the way and things are set and ready to go so that when Rob comes downstairs at 6.55, we can walk out the door and go to work. Now, could I go to work without him and then go to the gym immediately after? Fuck yes. Absolutely I could. That would actually be ideal. Um, I did want to do the whole gym at, like, right after work, right when we leave our full-time job. I would love to do that. The gym that I go to, the gym that I like going to, their peak time is right when I get the frick out of work. And I don't, I don't like going to work, uh, uh, my God, I'm tripping over my own words. I don't like going to the gym at peak times because when you go to the gym during peak times, equipment is not available. You're standing around looking like a fucking idiot. And then when you get to the equipment that you want, you have someone waiting behind you, literally looming over you like a creep, whether they're guy or girl. They're constantly looming, waiting for you to drop a weight and walk away for a split second. Even though you only walked away to do your cool down after that set. They will pick them up and walk away. That's what I hate the most about peak gym time. So I try to go at a little bit less than peak. Uh, which for them is about 7 o'clock at night. <sighs> which means the goal would be to come home, cook dinner, eat that dinner and be fucking finished hopefully by 6 15 6 30 so you can drive all the way out there be there for about an hour come back hopefully you're in bed by 8 9 o'clock like that that is considered ideal but that's not always the case I don't always go to the gym for one hour. Sometimes I'm there for two hours. It depends on how I'm feeling. Did I feel like I got a good workout? Do I need to do a little bit more? That's basically what it is. Am I considering that I'm probably going to have to get up early and go to bed late? Probably. That's going to suck. Cutting my, let's see, I go to bed at nine, wake up at Right now I wake up at six, so that's nine hours. Um, you know, I'd be cutting it, it'd be cutting it to like seven, maybe. It might even be cutting it to six if I'm, you know, if I don't do it correctly. And I don't want to say like, oh, you can only do one or the other. Why do you have to work out at home and at the gym? That's my choice though. You know, that's my choice to make is that I want to work out at home and I want to work out at the gym. I've done that for years. I've always done the workout at home and workout at the gym. When I was really into my fitness, that's what I did because I liked doing my HIIT cardio at home and then I liked doing my weight training at the gym because at the time I didn't own weights. Now I own weights and it's a little bit easier, but eh. with the workouts that I currently have, the thir 30 minutes is, with the low impact workout that I even did today, it felt like it wasn't enough. 
Um, so I was like, I need to do more. And then on top of it, I have to consider running. So the plan would be to do the gym three times a week, home workouts every day with the exception of my rest days that I would take. So Wednesdays would, I would probably make that my rest day because of the team call. And then I would make my weekends uh, my rest day, which I've always done. Weekends and uh, early Wednesdays, I would say, would be a good idea to do some runs um, and actually get some running in. I could also get running in at the gym that I go to because they have an indoor track. So that's something to consider in the winter time. Um, ugh, imagine that I would have to extend my time at the gym just to run. Oh no, can't do it. <laughs> but that is something that I've had to think about and consider. And the more I think about it, the more overwhelmed I get. And because I get overwhelmed with it, the less likely I am to do and execute that whole idea. So why am I talking about this? Why am I ranting about this and going off on a tangent about my fitness routine and my new coaching and um, all these excuses about why I could or couldn't do it and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just fucking felt like talking. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, No, I actually came on here to talk about all of that because a thought came into my mind yesterday basically about consistency i had the consistency years ago um basically from the years 2014 up until about 2016 2017 i had the consistency that i loved and longed for and didn't let go of I didn't share it all the time online. I didn't um, talk about it like I want to um, online because I always felt that people would probably just be sick of seeing my shit. And I kept thinking that I wasn't important enough to share my stuff and that I wasn't good enough to talk about my struggles or talking about my successes or anything else that had to do with it. I look back on those photographs and the situation is completely different. I was working a crazy active job at the time um, and obviously doing workouts, you know, working the gym and working out at home or vice versa, whatever. Um, and I was eating like only twice a day, but they were very large meals. Like my whole lifestyle was completely different. And when I look back on the pictures, I was like, wow, I was extremely fit. Like I was crazy fit. I had, I had abs, even though at the time I felt like I didn't have abs, but I did. Um, I had crazy muscular legs. I had, um, a muscular back. I <laughs> felt like I was, I mean, at the time I felt really strong and I was pretty strong. Um, I had a very physically demanding job, so I knew that I was pretty strong. I mean, I was rolling 180 pounds of wet concrete on stony fucking ground. Of course, I was a badass. Um, 
so when I look at myself now and I'm like, huh, you know, back then I thought I was fucking fat. This is what body dysmorphia does to you is you think you're fat and then you look back and you go, wow, I actually wasn't. And now I am. But then you think again. I'm like, oh, God, in like six months, I'm going to be like, I'm going to think to myself, oh, I was so skinny back then. And I'm going to think that I'm like, it's just going to repeat itself over and over again. So I'm trying to go back to ignoring my dysmorphia because that's what I had done before. I had tried to ignore it and I was successful a little bit. I had a better relationship with food. Now I'm getting back into having the better relationship with food again. Um, I will be honest with you. I am going with what I know, uh, which is foods that I love, high density uh, nutrition foods, so high protein, high carbohydrate, high fat foods that are dense with vitamins and minerals. So I'm talking ground turkey, ground beef, chicken, salmon, you know, white rice, the shit I like. Okay. Green leaf lettuce, kale chips, carrots, hummus. Um, you know, obviously Shakeology because I like Shakeology, but now I got to go to the vegan one because whey upsets my stomach. Like, you know, I'm doing all of that. So I'm making my meals with what I know I will eat, even if it's repetitive salmon and rice salad turkey meatballs with red sauce maybe i'll mix it up and i'll make myself some goulash maybe i'll mix it up and i'll have chicken and green beans go back to the salmon and rice this time do the sriracha salmon maybe i'll do like a lunchables box and i'll have deli meat carrots crackers, cheese, and then I'll have like a cookie or something. I don't know. If it's something that you like and you know you're not going to get bored having it be repetitive, what's wrong with it? I thought about consistency in this way. If you know it works and you want to keep going, just keep going. Consistency is more than just fitness and nutrition, though. It's also showing up. So for me, that's where the showing up comes in. I wanted, and I still want, to be the person who is able to be active on social media. Social media is the time of our lives right now. As long... As people keep opening their mouths and saying, oh, we're all addicted to social media. We're addicted to our phones. Oh my God, it was a simpler time in the 90s. We weren't so attached to our phones. Not for nothing, but our cellular devices are the one way we gather information now. I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking love it. I think it's actually really great. That's a lot of information. I am addicted to information. And I am proud to say that. If it wasn't a cell phone, it was an encyclopedia, okay? What more do you want from me? <laughs> like, if it wasn't going to be a cell phone, if cell phones didn't exist, you'd be finding me in a library, opening an encyclopedia to a random ass fucking page and just reading because that's what I wanted. I wanted to absorb knowledge. 
with what I still like to do. Now it's absorbing knowledge in real time for real life situations, current life situations, and social media gives me an outlet to communicate with people without having to pick up the phone and call them. Doesn't that make it a little bit easier? That's what I think. I mean, I like picking up the phone and talking to my close friends, but I'm not going to fucking pick up the phone and talk to the girl who was mean to me in high school that I've grown to forgive in um, and just kind of like seeing her family grow. No, I'm going to like her picture. I'm going to comment and say, cute family. You guys look so awesome. Cute Halloween costumes, whatever, and go about my day. She wouldn't be a person that I'd call and be like, oh, hi, I just wanted to say hello. She would think I was weird. She'd be like, why are you calling me? How'd you get my number? Like, that's how that would react. They would react, excuse me. So social media is a way of being close acquaintances with people. And I do enjoy that. It makes the fucking need for (laughs) high school reunions to disappear. High school reunions were like this one time you got to meet every 10 years to see who you guessed would fail and who you guessed would succeed and place your ba- your wages. Like, I, no, no. I would rather keep watching on social media. I personally would because I like watching people succeed and you get motivated by watching other people succeed and you get motivated by listening to people's daily stories, not their lifetime stories in a short span of time when they walk a stage or something. Getting to know somebody on a daily basis, that's crazy. That means there's more people who care about you. There's more people who are rooting for you, more people who are supporting you and that love you. It's a different kind of love, but it's there. But that's what I mean when I say I wanted to be consistent. I wanted to be consistently involved. I just want to be like, hey, you can't seem to find anybody to fucking babysit your kids. Hey, I'm more than willing to do it. You've seen me a thousand, you know, you've seen me a thousand times on your social media. You know, I'm not a crazy person. Let's talk about your rules and what you want you know, for guidelines, and then we will move from there. What's wrong with that? Or how about a new mom? She needs fucking help cleaning the house. I'd be like, fuck, where are you? I'll come over and do the dishes. I'll come over and vacuum. Do you need a load of laundry done? Sit and be with your baby. Let me do the laundry. That's all I want. I just wanted to be that person that can be relied on. Uh, And you can't do that if you're going to sit silently in the shadows and just kind of lurk on social media. Because that's what I did the last couple of years is I just kind of lurked. Every now and again, I shared a selfie to let people know that I was still alive. Um, And, you know, people would see the memes and posts or whatever that I would share. But none of it actually meant anything. Now... Coaching is teaching me to not just be a fitness coach, but to be the coach of my life. So consistently showing up every day. Hi, 
good morning. Um, this is what I'm having for breakfast today. I had a shit day at work. I did my workout. It was easy. It was hard. It was humbling. Um, does anyone want to work out with me? Does anyone want a workout partner? I need some accountability. Does anyone want to work with me on this? Does anyone want to join my team? There's nothing wrong with asking that question, by the way. You know, it's just that stuff. It makes it easier for me to, when I see people in public, it's easier to be like, hey, how are you? Versus when I was sitting in the dark, if I saw them and they're like, hey, how are you? I was like, literally trying to avoid this conversation. I'm an introvert. I'm never going to change that. That that can't be changed. I'm an introvert. But do I want to be more outgoing? Do I want to be more in your face? Hey, I'm here. This is what I'm doing. This is what you could do too. Let's all be friends. Yeah, I do. Like, I really, really do. So, yeah, I guess that's really all I had to really say was that I just wanted to be consistent and I started my new venture as a fitness coach. Still pushing through with photography. It's finally spring. The blossoms are going to be blooming soon. I can't wait. I actually have to go check that out. But there's that. All right. It's the end of the podcast but we aren't fucking finished not yet ready self best self deck icebreaker deeper talk topic self awareness the question is if someone wanted to annoy you easily what would they have to do this is a pretty fucking easy one for me because this is literally what has been happening all day and no one's been home. This time it's my cats. If you want to annoy me easily, consistently interrupt me while I'm in the middle of something. It does not matter what it is. If I am beelining and extremely hyper-focused on something, so if I'm trying to fix something and it's frustrating me, if I'm trying to find something, and it's frustrating me. Uh, if I'm working out, if I am working on something at my computer, if I'm recording a fucking podcast, don't talk to me. Don't say babe. Don't say Tanara. Don't say mom. I'm looking at you, kitty cats. Um, don't, don't call my phone. I know people that they don't know that I'm in the middle of something and they'll call my phone. But it annoys the shit out of me because it's like, I can't be left alone. I never, I feel like I never have an hour to myself where someone isn't calling my name, asking me to help them with something, showing me a fucking TikTok or calling on my cell phone or texting me in a very emergent tone with a question. I feel like I've never been left alone in my entire life. Now, I just spoke a lot about how I love cell phones and how I love being attached and you know, blah, blah, blah to everybody. But there are times where I'm like, 
one day, I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm going to leave it at home. I am going to drive to the northernest point in the state. I'm going to disappear for six fucking hours because fuck everybody, because no one leaves me alone. And I don't want people contacting me and I don't want people talking to me. I've gotten to that point where now everything is irritating because I'll be always in the middle of something and my phone rings or I'm in the middle of something and my husband has to show me a TikTok. Literally show me a TikTok, not send it to me. He has to walk into where I am and put his phone two inches from my fucking face and then have it as loud as it is and press play. I love my husband. I do. I love you, Rob. I really do. But fucking stop. Really? If I'm in the middle of something, don't show me fucking TikToks. If I'm asking you to show me, then show me. Other than that, tag me in it. I don't, I'll fucking watch it when I fucking feel like watching it. I don't have to do it that day. Meh. It's the same attitude I have with text messages. If you text me and I don't respond right away, if I don't respond that day, do not send me another message saying, why don't, you didn't respond to me. You Did you even look at my message? Do you read my stuff? Do you even want to talk to me? Not that day I didn't. And if you're going to take offense to it, uh, maybe we shouldn't be friends. Because I don't always talk to people every day. I barely fucking text my own husband every day. The only time I text him every day is if I'm like, what do you want for dinner? What do you want for lunch? Did you do this yet? Hey, oh my God, we have an emergency. Like, really? My own best friends, my best friends in the whole fucking wide world that I love more than anything in the world. I'm not going to text them every day. They have lives. They're working. They're doing stuff. I just don't. I just don't see the point. And if you see that I have headphones on or if I'm doing my own thing, like, why do you have to interrupt the focus and get in my face? Like, that's basically what it is. That's it. You want to annoy me? Wait until I'm completely hyper-focused and then get in my face. It doesn't matter what it is. Tap my shoulder, spin me around, ask me to look at something that's not educational, ask me to do something that is not going to be uh, functional or useful. Basically. The cats? Oh my god. I'm sitting there trying to do something today. I was trying to fix something. And Leia would not stop chirping. She would not shut up. And I don't know what she wanted. She just kept staring at the freaking wall, chirping. And when you went near her, she ran away. So it's like, okay, then shut the fuck up. She would keep doing it. I'm like, what is your fucking problem? And it's not her normal way of saying, I want a tree or I want wet food or anything like that. That is basically her way of, I have a toy that you don't know where it is and I don't know where it is, but I want to play with it. Okay, well, I'm in the middle of something and you always wait until I'm in the middle of something to do whatever it is. I'm actually kind of glad like right now I'm in the middle of the podcast and I'm talking 
and neither one of them are making a fucking sound. I'm actually astonished. It's because they got it all out two hours ago while I was in the middle of something else. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I 100% recommend getting the best self decks. They are actually kind of cool. Um, I own... I Now I can't say I own all of them. I own all, almost all of them. I don't have the date talk. I do not have the new intimacy deck that they have. Uh, and they also have a new uh, like ideas deck or whatnot. And I really want those. Uh, so one day I will go ahead and buy those new decks. But in the meantime, the ones that I have are actually kind of cool. They're really great. Uh, they help with other things i use them to make ideas for reels and they are on my list of using them for podcasts so that is um something to look into it's also a good journaling exercise to use them uh, if you're not planning on using them in front of people definitely consider it for journaling it's great for shadow work in case uh for anyone who's into that kind of thing but there goes that. Uh, if you're in need for a fitness coach, um, I'm your girl. You need a photographer. Again, I'm your girl. If you're looking for that wild ass fucking crazy housewife who does not shut up for anything, what's up? Hey, I'm also your girl and you're listening to my podcast. Um, that is that, my dears. Thank you so much for showing up. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you were annoyed, tell me. If you think that this was the worst podcast ever, tell me. If you think this was the best podcast ever and you want more of this, tell me. Because I can't do anything without feedback. So, there's that. Have an awesome day. An awesome night. We love you, Dark Continent. Good night! Mwah.